0: 10.35 p.m. I want to kind of continue with May 21st, 2020, part two. The birthday that didn't almost happen. Because a lot of people want to know why a beautiful woman such as yourself would want to have these thoughts of taking yourself out of this world. Again, I wasn't thinking clearly, but I was alone. You know, when we were in lockdown, everybody had someone to turn to, and I didn't have anybody to talk to. I was literally talking to myself to keep myself from going crazy. You know, you think of all the families that got together through the pandemic, and then you hear about the stories where they couldn't stand to be in the same room with each other, but they had to be civil because when you have children, children pick up on what grown-ups do, right? I didn't have anybody to talk to. From time to time, I would do my, my you know, converse back and forth on LinkedIn. I'm not on it now. I just sometimes share a post. People, Some people comment. Some people don't. It's your preference. But when somebody asked me May 21st, 2020, it brought it all back. I say to myself, if I would have done it, would anybody notice? And my LinkedIn contact, Fred, had said to me at the time, he said, yes, you would have been missed. You have so much potential. You have a story that could be told. Right now, by you doing these podcasts, you are, you are helping people. But how? I'm just a voice on a radio. I'm not there in person. I'm not there physically. You don't have to be there physically. The power of your voice says it all. When people listen to you, they listen to you. The storyteller, the narrator. But the things that you talk about are based off of your own life. You're not making this up. No, I'm not. If I go back in time and I look at myself when I was a young woman. The pain the pain of losing someone close to you. Every time I got close, that had somebody in my life that meant something to me. Something would happen to them. Then I used to blame myself. I used to think, maybe I'm a bad luck charm. And I'm like, no. All of these things that happen, happens to us. One time in our life. We're all going to go into that place in the sky. But what you're talking about is... You taking yourself out of your own life, it's not like you're punishing yourself. And for what? For what? Ask yourself, why am I punishing myself? Why do I feel the way I do? You know, again, it all started with my father. Being without him for so many years, I didn't know who I was. I will admit it to all of you. Again, when you lose someone, a family member... You know, you think, okay, your parents, those are the two people in your life that shaped you, taught you, nurtured you, supported you, was there for you in every part of your life. Then something happens and you lose that one person. First, your father. First, your father. Then, many years later, people in between my grandmother, my godfather, my uncles, my aunt, and then the very last member, my mother. I have a hard time accepting that she's gone because, again, yes, I know she's not here. And no matter how many times I cry out for her, how many times I wish for her to be here, she's not here, she's not coming back. I still mourn for her and I wish something something good would happen that she would somehow magically come back to life now I know what you're thinking you must be on to something no when you lose someone so close to you and they're a member of your family they're the two members of your family that you always wanted back even if it's for just one time I want to see both of them together because now they're joined together. When they were together, they were married. They were joined together for life. Then my father got sick and he passed as a young man. And my mother was she was a widow. She lost her love of her life. She lost the man that she had a life with that created life with. It was difficult. I will admit that to you that a part of me was screaming inside, why, why? My father survived everything in his life from the time he was a young boy and and then the war and Korea, he, he survived Korea. I mean, most of his fellow soldiers, some of them made it, some of them didn't. He told me some of the horror stories of the war and I was trying to picture that, you know, and then he survived heart attacks and any other thing that you can imagine. But when it came to cancer, no. I think at that point he just stopped living, stopped trying, stopped altogether. He stopped altogether. What's the point? I said, Dad, what about me? Have you forgotten our bond that we have with each other? Do you actually think I can go on with my life without you? It's going to be difficult. He goes, you have to. I can't live like this anymore. My father did not want to live with that type of pain. Pain for him was very... It was too much. Even going through two, two sessions of chemotherapy. I went through six months... And it was very aggressive with me. He only went through two rounds of chemotherapy and it wasn't enough. The damage was done. His illness had spread quicker. So he never really wanted to live. I think a part of him thought, I can't do this anymore. I can't live like this. And if you if you really think about their point of view, both my mother and father, when they were both sick, if you really want to think about it, put yourself in your parents' shoes. The badge if you're going through an illness like that honestly can you tell me you can get through that pain now you'd have to be strong neither of them wasn't and my mother when she went through her illness I saw how she couldn't do much of anything anymore she was being helped she didn't want that help she wanted to be independent she wanted to be an independent woman and to do things for herself she couldn't she had the help of her family I said mom it's okay You've helped us. You've, you've nurtured me. You took care of me through my darkest time in my life when I had cancer. I couldn't do anything for myself. And you helped me. Now it's our turn. Now we're giving back to you. We are helping you go through this difficult time in your life. But you ask yourself, can you go through that type of pain that your parents have gone through? Be honest with yourself. Now, if you had to go and change places with your parents and you went through the same type of pain that they went through, could you do it? Now, some of you may say, yes, I I can, but others may agree and say, you know what? She may be right. Sometimes when you have that type of pain and there is no solution to that pain, you figure, well, I've done my time here on earth. Now it's time for me to go home. But when we're talking about May 21st, 2020, again, a lot of people want to know why. Why would you take yourself out of this world? For what? Now, I know what you're going to think. Is it because of the whole birthday thing? No. It was a combination of many different things. The fact that I was alone. I was just tired of being alone. I couldn't process my mother being gone. Coming home to an empty house was like torture for me. It still is torture. I mean, this house is quiet. Now, granted, tomorrow is going to be a special day. Tomorrow is my birthday. May 21st, 2022 It was is a lot better and will be a lot better than May 21st of 2020 because now there's recognition of who I am. And they're gonna think oh my god this is a beautiful woman who went through everything in life let's give her a congratulatory let's celebrate the birth of aphrodite the birth of aphrodite think about that if i ever have a daughter in my lifetime i would want her to have many many happy birthdays no sad birthdays i want her to be treasured and loved and and spoiled Because again, you get to be a certain time in your life and you think, is it really that bad? My mother always said that she would make life for me special. And she had the times that she was here on earth. She made it special. That I had somebody to really focus my energy on. Now, I come home from work and there's nobody here. And that's what bothers me. There's nobody here. There's nobody here. Who am I, when I walk into, the, into this house, who greets me? The only one who greets me is my cat. But again, he's an animal. Do animals sense pain? You bet. Do they sense when there's someone missing? Oh, definitely. The first cat I had, we named him Apollo. He was a black and white cat. He had a very close connection with my father. My father, before he would go to work, he would wait for his friends to come pick him pick him up and the cat would be downstairs hanging out by the window and he would have a conversation with them. I thought that was the cutest thing in the world. And the same thing when my father would come home. I don't know how he knew. He knew that my father was coming up the steps Run to the door. They butt heads together. I thought that was so cute. But when my father passed away, the cat knew. Animals sense death more than you think. The people that they love are no more. They're always looking for them. But in a sense, I'm still looking for my father, even though he's been gone for 31 years. And with my mother, it's still fresh. For me, six years is not enough. I want to hear her voice. I want to tell her I love her. I want to hear her stories and how she cheered me up with the way I was feeling. And I know she would not be happy right now knowing I have these thoughts going through my head. But she said, now, she's missing another birthday. That's what's killing me. She's not seeing me get older. I used to joke around like that. I said, Mom, we can be like the Golden Girls. I could be Dorothy to your Sophia. Because my mother was kind of blunt, like Sophia, you know. She was a short woman, a short Greek woman, who had a lot to say, and she would put fear in you by the way she looked at you, because yes, I towered over her, and she would put fear in me, but it didn't matter. She was alive and well. She helped me through my darkest times. There were many times that I wanted to give up, and I thought, I can't leave her behind what would that do? That would crush her spirit. And I would never forgive myself if I have done that type of pain to her by leaving her behind. Because I know she wouldn't survive in the world. It was bad enough she lost the love of her life. Now she's going to lose her youngest daughter. Because again, she kept saying to me, the day that you were born, even though you were, quote, not a plant baby, You were a blessing, a gift from God that we both, me and your father, loved. Because again, I didn't know. And when I was told the story about my my sister, it said, Oh yeah, you weren't a planned baby, you were an accident. I thought, wow, that's harsh coming from you. And I sometimes blame myself because she almost died having me. But people say, don't blame yourself. How could you have known? You were a baby, but you don't get it. If I wasn't born, she wouldn't have gone through that type of pain, and she wouldn't have almost died. We lost that mother and daughter bond. Because again, when a woman gives birth to a child, automatically that child is given to the mother to bond. She lost a month and a half with me for that bonding, because she was very sick. They didn't want her to pass her sickness on to me. So they kept us separate. And sometimes I wonder what would have happened if I wasn't born. Then she wouldn't have gone through what she did. When she told me that story, I was like, I didn't know. Thank you for telling me, mom. Thank you for telling me that I matter to you. Did I matter to 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 you and uh, you and Dad? I mean, my father again didn't care if it was another boy or girl. If it well, he I know he wanted a son, but it, my father was the type of man that he was happy with the, the women that he had. Again, all the neighbors would joke around, John. You're the luckiest man in this world. You've got four women that are living with you, and he was lucky. But again, I asked him, I said, Dad, were you upset that I didn't turn out to be the son? He goes, no, I wanted all my children to be healthy. It does not matter to me. It didn't. He loved us just the same as the idea that, I just love the idea of maybe one day reuniting with my mother and father. But then again, by the feelings that I had of almost taking myself out of this world, That's the biggest sin. My mother and father forget it. They would never forgive me. They would look at me and think, my God, you gave up on your life? You took your own life that was given to you? What about that second chance? What about those promises you made to God? Are you going to break those promises? Because if you make those promises, then you never really were truthful to begin with in the beginning when he gave you that second chance. And if you think to yourself, if you make a promise to the the Holy Father, you have to honor it. I know I do. It's just a matter of time and money because you you can't have one without the other. Think about it. You can't have one without the other. But sometimes you think, well, I've got plenty of time. Do we, though? Again, time in this world is very limited. Think about the people in your life that are in your life right now keep telling them you love them, you want them, you need them. I've never had that before, and I now have it. What does it feel like? Well, when the day comes and we're physically face-to-face will be the happiest day of my life, but until now, it's called being patient. With my patience, though, sometimes runs thin. I can't seem to please anybody. See, now, if I told people, yeah, my birthday's tomorrow, happy birthday. You know, work, I've always seen people, when the past jobs, they make these big birthday plans. They, 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 you know, they have somebody sign a card with their name on it, and some will bring in like a little birthday cake or some type of dessert, nothing. So again, again, it's that I don't have friends in this world in this lifetime. Nobody acknowledges my birthday at all. It just comes and goes. And does it bother me a little bit? Yes, it does bother me. But what can I do about it? I don't want to plead to the world. I mean, I think to myself, everybody has birthdays. Now, if I go on LinkedIn tomorrow and if I say, hey, everybody, it's my birthday, I bet you, I will bet you that nobody will say anything. Nobody will even acknowledge but then they say, go ahead, do it as a test. Say, hey, today's my birthday. You know, happy birthday to me, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, dear Aphrodite, happy birthday to me. Then I think about the birthday that wasn't. Again, it would have been a sad day. I wouldn't have lived to been another year if I would have taken myself out. Yes, I had thoughts going through my head, but again, I don't advise anybody who's listening to this podcast that that's the way, when you're going through any type of crisis, depression, sadness, reach out to someone. Now, again with me, I don't have friends and my family really doesn't understand how I feel because to them, if I tell them what I was really feeling, I don't think they would take it with a grain of salt. In other words, they would just laugh and joke around I said so you would do that when someone is telling you they're not feeling themselves and they just want to leave you're gonna take it as a joke don't do that you're mocking somebody when you do that take it seriously ask yourself this question okay when you got somebody in your life truly loves someone Are you going to sit there and judge them? Be judge jury and executioner? Do you realize that not everybody is 100% happy? Now, if I put on a fake smile, or if I said to you, oh yeah, everything is fine, you could hear it in the tone of my voice, I want you to do yourselves a favor. If you have somebody out there, whether someone close in your life, a friend or whoever, and they're feeling down, I want you to really listen to the sound of their voice, because you can tell when a person, especially over the phone, if they're feeling down on themselves, if they're depressed. They could try to hide it and laugh it off as if nothing, but you know what? Deep down inside, they're crying for help. They just don't know how to go about asking. Maybe they're afraid that nobody will take them seriously. That's the worst thing that you can do. Shame somebody into thinking, hey, Oh, yeah, he's depressed or she's going to do this. Ha, ha, ha. No, it's not funny. There are people that have gone ahead and succeeded. And those people that didn't believe them got the last laugh right there. It wasn't a laugh, though. You didn't take them seriously. So guess what? Because of that, because, again, they weren't in the right frame of mind, you messed with their mind and their emotions. And you know what they did? They took themselves out. Now you feel guilty. Because now the guilt is, I could have done something and I didn't. I didn't see the signs. Now you got to recognize the signs. When someone is depressed, make sure. Now, with him, my LinkedIn contact, When he was in another part of the world. But he talked. me. You know what he did? He goes, I'm going to text you. I'm going to call you. And if you don't pick up my calls and you don't text me back, and if you've done it, I will not forgive you. That's what he said to me. He goes, I am not gonna forgive you. I wanna make sure you're okay. A young woman like yourself has so much promise in the world. You could do so much in your lifetime and you can help you have helped people and you are helping people. You don't realize the people you're helping. You're helping people from all over the world. Many age groups. And I when you talk about all these different topics and about relating as a part of your story people want to listen but you know what the most important thing you can do for yourself right now stay on this earth be happy that now circumstances have changed for me when I wake up in the morning I have a purpose I have a job and I have someone who truly loves me but I don't want to hurt him at all he had said to me and, and I believe it and I feel the same way that if something happened to you, do you actually think I could go on? But I said to him, but you have to. You'll disappoint a lot of people if you don't. He, goes, he said to me, you're more important than anything on this earth. You are more important. You don't realize what you've done for me. You've changed my life. And I'm saying it to him if he's listening. You've changed my life. Because again, you gave me a second chance. You could have easily said, I don't want anything to do with you. I have rejection. It's been it's been a part of my life since I can remember. I can't remember a time when someone really, someone truly from the opposite sex had said to me, I need you. Nobody has ever said that and meant it. You could easily say to someone, I need you, I desire you, I want you. But it's not just the words that are coming on your mouth. You have to prove it, right? Actions speak louder than words. When you're confronting someone who's going through a crisis, be there for them. Seriously, don't laugh at them. Don't joke around with them, because again, you don't know what's going on through their head. If they have all these thoughts of suicide, or, oh, uh, you know, if they talk about like they're gonna end their life, seriously, be there for them just sit there and listen, have a shoulder to cry on. You know, a lot of people are too ashamed to talk about depression because people will take them in a different light. They'll think, oh my God, this person is crazy. It's got nothing to do with that. We are all depressed and we've gone through it in our lifetime from many different circumstances. You can say there's so many things that you are depressed about. You could say, oh, you know, like in my case, my life has been more of a sad ending than a happy ending but now I can easily hold my head up high and tell all of you that now my birthday has meaning because again I have someone who I truly love he loves me with so much he just loves me very much and again I thank him from the bottom of my heart because he's helped me see the light He's made me realize that life is worth living, that we could have a future together. If we have to be patient, he said, I have to be patient, I'm doing my very best. The one thing I always wanted to stress to everybody is that if I would have done that, I probably would have hurt a lot of people. But I don't think anybody would have known right away. With family, I think family would have kept it private because my family's not into social media. Maybe the nieces and nephew would because they're of the younger crowd, but they would also be hurt. They said, we love you too much. Why would you even think of that? I'm like, because every one of all of you has someone in your life you could fall back on. And at the time, I didn't have anybody. Nobody reached out. Nobody cared. And then one LinkedIn contact actually saved the day. He said, look, you are an important part of this world. There's so much you can accomplish in your lifetime, so much you can be in your lifetime. You said you want to help other people. Well, how are you going to do that if you're not here? They're going to look at you and see you in a different light. Look to the light, look to God for answers. You know, when you're feeling the way you are, prayer is always good too. Say the Lord's prayer many times. You know what I say? Pray to God. Pray to God that you are alive. You get to wake up every morning and do the things you want to do and be here another day. You know, many people take their lives for granted. Look at all the people that you've hurt. Look at all the people that, that have gone through some type of hell or crisis. They're not going to give in to death because who would want to do that? It's not your time. There's so much for you to make in this world. There's so much for you to be in this world. But you're not going to be able to do that. If you say, hey, I'm going to take myself out of this world. And I learned my lesson the hard way. And I had to get somebody to physically say, hey, look, I'm going to keep checking up on you to make sure you're okay. And he would do that. Again, there was a time difference, but that didn't bother me. He cared enough as a friend to say, hey, look, I don't want to see anything bad happen to you. I don't want to see anything bad happen to you. Again, we are going to put you out there. Because one day, your name is going to stand out. You are going to be recognized for everything that you've done good in your life to helping others by telling your story so people have an understanding of who you are. Well, we want to get you out there. And I'm like, I only have one man that I'm thinking about right now. He's turned my life into being beautiful again. Having it meaning and worth. I thank him from the bottom of my heart, because I don't think that if he wouldn't have given me that second chance and we wouldn't have connected again, I will be very honest with you. It wouldn't be a birthday celebration. It would be more like a funeral. But I know that in my dreams, nobody would come to pay their respect because again, in life I never had, I never had friends. I never had friends. And I still don't have friends. I'm alone in this world, for now, until we can get together and we can start building our lives together. But until then, I'm alone. Even today, at work, nobody acknowledged anything. I guess it's not important, but if it was somebody else who was a higher-up or someone who was recognized, yeah. So ask yourself this, what do you have to do to get that attention? Again, if I go on LinkedIn and say, hey, everybody, today's my birthday, do you think anybody's going to say anything? Probably not. Because of the LinkedIn contacts that I had in my lifetime are no longer with, they don't want to talk with me. We have dropped off the face of this earth. Maybe I said something or maybe I'm not around as much. Well, it's called having a life. I come home every day from work. I'm tired. I work these long hours and it's just been very, very difficult. trying to establish myself in this world so I could be noticed for the things that I one day will hope to do, to make other people's lives filled with sunshine, to bring hope, to bring joy, not to bring darkness and sadness. Who wants that? I learned a long time ago, and I still have a hard time talking about it, but I think it would be best for everybody to know what it was like for me back in the day of what I went through. May 21st, 2020 is the day that, again, almost didn't happen. And I was saved by a Savior. God actually heard me that day and said, Hey, look, no, you will not have those thoughts. You have a mission to complete. You have people to help out. And you have someone in your life that, God forbid, if something had happened to you and you guys wouldn't have connected, or if you would have connected, he still would have found out. He would have been devastated. Because again, now you have someone to focus on. My mother said, you have your true love. Hold on to that. Say to yourself, you guys will be together you will pray every single day. A miracle will happen. My mother is waiting for that day as I am. And I know that if we're patient enough and we take the time, we will have that time to be with each other. But again, when you're apart you have to say to him or to yourself or to or to both of each other that you both love each other you keep telling someone you love them every single day let it come from your heart i love you and say it in so many different ways show it express it in many different ways because again it's important you would think that love is the best medicine for everything Whatever crisis you're going through, whatever obstacle, knowing that there's somebody there thinking about you and having you out, having your back and helping you out because you do it for each other, that's the greatest feeling in the world is love. Love can heal all wounds, can take away the pain. Who wants to have pain when you can have sunshine and happiness and joy and all the other positive and beautiful emotions that we should have? Not mourning and despair and sadness and grief. Those are horrible emotions to have. But again, be lucky that you have someone you can fall back on. And for me, it's him. He has given me joy and pleasure and sunshine. And he's made my world beautiful again. And I thank him from the bottom of my heart. And again, if he's hearing me, he knows who he is. So I want to say, God bless all of you. Have a great weekend. For me i will have a great birthday because i'm getting my family well my sister anyway older sister who i have not seen for like few years now and other sister have some time spend time together on this birthday that's by the way the weather over here is going to take a turn tomorrow and sunday over here on the east coast will be a heat wave oh my god And on my birthday, too, what a horrible time. Heat wave. But I'll make the best of it. Stay in the air-conditioned room, order take-out food, and be a happy, happy person. But I want my loved one to tell them. I want to tell them I love them very much. And I hope to God that one day we will be together for both of our birthdays. And have a big celebration. We're both May babies. So anyway, God bless all of you. Have a great week. Great weekend. Stay true to yourself. Stay strong. Remember, be grateful that you're alive, that you're able to get up one day at a time. Life is so precious. And again, we only have one life to live. Let's make the best of it. Don't go down that path of destruction. Look to the light. Say to yourself, I have a purpose in this lifetime. I have a reason to live. God bless all of you. Take care. Thank you.